As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey y'all, I'm Bianca and I'm Shawnee and you're listening to Mindful BS, a weekly discussion about how we mindfully navigate through life's BS, the major, the minor and everything in between. So you ready? Let's do it. Hey girl, hey, what's up? Hey girl, hey, look at you. I wish y'all could see Shawnee right now, y'all. She came on the camera looking real spicy. You got to stop. First off, I, this is, I'm channeling my inner, you know, Selena, just like giving. She got like a bang with like long hair. She got the little titty dots. Whoa, no, I do not. You Off the shoulder, like, yes. Okay. Anyway, man. Give me a whole look. Yes, Shawnee. You know, I'm just walking into a, they said we're supposed to get these superpowers tomorrow or whatever. So I just wanted to be prepared for the occasion in case they wanted to just drop on me earlier, you know. I see, bitch. Yes, you definitely <laughs> in the Avengers. I could definitely see you popping out. <laughs> popping out in the back with some Black Widow vibes like, yes. <laughs> You're in. Oh, my goodness. So, how has your week been? My week was shitty, but my weekend was great. Like, I was definitely having one of those. Y'all know, things can't just be in between with me either. They real high or they real low. So, I was definitely having one of those real, every little irritating thing that could happen could happen tight weeks. But um I went to Detroit this weekend and I went to visit my best friend and oh my god it was such a good time like home away from home for real because when I go there like the vibe is just relaxed okay there's you know like Ray can entertain Bree there's like everything that you want food wine fest let's just like you don't have to worry about anything it's just relaxed Ray's such a good host. Like, I hate that the weekend went by so fast because we had such a good time. Like, girl, somebody came and cooked us lamb chops. 
And salmon, it was so good. Listen, now one thing I can say about a a Ray planned weekend, no matter what, if it's somebody's birthday, if it's just, you know, oh, they just in town for the weekend, everything like is like Bianca said, it's almost like they just thought of everything. You know, everything is just thought of in advance. You just gotta show up and Mm -hmm. be so nice. And then my Detroit homegirls, it's really my Detroit homegirls now, because they all, like, came through, linked up with me, and then me and one of Terraria friends. I know Terraria probably so irritated, y'all, because when Terraria comes home, I'll never tell nobody she in town until she about to leave. Which, honestly, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's too late. I'm going to just do it. This is what I will say. Bianca is an amazing friend, but she's also, like, one of those friends that will, like, kind of not force her friends to be friends but she just likes to do group stuff so like friends meet friends and low-key honestly Bianca I feel like you sabotaged my friendships with some of your friends because some stuff you just don't even she won't like somebody will be in town girl what? you won't you won't know until they're on the road back oh yeah Ray was actually just here she was here all weekend girl yeah she she just got in the car she driving away oh dang so like (laughs) okay no anyway I have I have been guilty of not letting people know Ray's here until after she's she's really just selfish with her friends that's really what it is I'm gonna do better about that but I actually spent one-on-one time with one of her friends who is my Detroit homegirls and we had so much fun we discovered a new show together she brought me brunch like everybody knows how to make (laughs) sure you have a good time there and I loved it also y'all really quickly (laughs) I had to tell y'all about Shani how petty she is because y'all so y'all know Brie, she's had a like a phone device for like a year, like an iPod. But for Christmas, um, I got her like a phone. Like, so now she has her own phone. Before she got the phone though, um, Shani was the last of the aunties who had gotten away with for some reason she had gone this whole time without Brie trying to contact her. So one night, Ray doesn't answer the phone. Ray is a dedicated auntie. Like, she plays, like, the virtual Roblox, the virtual Among Us, whatever games Brie wants her to play at the time. But this week, Auntie Ray Ray is busy. She can't play. So Brie come in crying. I'm on the phone with Shani. I'm like, she like, yeah, I want to play such and such. So Shani like, I'll play with her. So just volunteering. So I'm like, okay, look at so then read pump like okay so you know they exchange information <laughs> they trying to f- figure out the game it didn't go that well whatever that day shiny really tried like 30 minutes to try and blah blah next day Bree get in the process to start blowing her up like she typically does when she first gets a new auntie's number y'all know shiny not for it Mm-mm. i'm in the kitchen washing dishes all of a sudden i just hear brie like if she want to be disrespected then she gonna be disrespected and i'm like what so you guys on this specific occasion i believe brie had probably tried calling me several times before like two or three times before i'm like this is just too much then she sends a text message with just like emojis and i also think that might have been the day she should have been in class anyway but like so she calls me again. I finally answer. I'm like, hello? Like, 
what are you doing? Like, I'm not, I'm not available to play right now. She's like, what do you mean? Like basically trying to guilt me. And I'm like, okay, well, this is too much. And low-key, I think I might have said, like, you're low-key being disrespectful. So I'm gonna just hang up the phone right now because I'm just not gonna do it. She's like, oh, disrespectful. If you want to be disrespected, you can be disrespected. And I was like, what? And homegirl had the audacity because I was about to hang up on her to hang up on me first. She literally (laughs) dropped her line. You want to be disrespected, then you can be disrespected and hung up. And you know what I told Bianca? I said, Bianca, I wish Bria well. Um, You know what? Like, I care for her. Um, You know, I wish nothing but peace and blessings upon her. But I'm blocking her number and I don't have anything to say. And to this day, her number is still blocked. I do. Like, I'm just not. Like, I just don't have the energy for it. I'm like, Shami, be blessed. You you wish her. I'm like, Shami, she's sick. Shami, like, she not sick. That's the thing. She not She's not six. The way she looked at me, because this was FaceTime, you guys, and said, oh, if you want to be disrespected, you can be disrespected. I saw a smooth 17, 18-year-old, <laughs> and I just don't have the time. So love her to pieces, but I'm not, I'm not the one. So, <laughs> you know, if we catch yeah. each other, you know, sometimes she's in the background of Bianca's call. She might want to say hi. I'll say hi back, but <laughs> that's it. <laughs> That's it. So yeah, that's the status today relationship right now. Yeah, <laughs> this week was a that was a funny funny moment this week though for sure. That was. I'm glad you enjoyed your weekend. I feel like my week was pretty normal. Nothing really happened. Um, weekend has been great though. Worked out the past two days in a row. <laughs> Girl, get it. I haven't. But I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna run it back, and this is the last time I'm gonna talk about it on the show because at this point, Shami, you are the and you are the Chris Jenner of this business partnership. At this point, you need to be working out some endorsement with crispy crunchy chicken because, oh yeah. So like, usually now when I first came on here, I told you I just had the catfish. Then I told you I had the chicken tenders. Not in the back, and I didn't have the chicken wings, y'all. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go ahead and say, yeah, I'm not even gonna try to pretend like I don't like it. Like, I am not ashamed, okay? And y'all, my mom, she's so funny because first she's like, I wanna try it one day on Monday. She like, I'ma just tell your dad to get it. The next day she like, he said I gotta try it first. <laughs> <laughs> The next day, she go touch me like, girl, you were lying about that chicken. Look, like I said, I can vouch the chicken is good. And we also, we really might need to work out some type of endorsement. Because at this week, I feel like the Bianca that mentioned this chicken every week since the fast food episode. And this is my last week eating this chicken too, because I, mean, <laughs> I know. So like, I just had to shout it out one last time because I can't be eating this shit like this. It's a trap. All right, last thing about the weekly recaps, and then we can move forward. All right, so you guys know Bianca just said she was on, you know, kind of her vacation, her getaway this weekend or whatever. And speaking of being the Christianers of the friendships, you know, I called Bianca yesterday. So excited. I know even when she's on vacation, you guys, Bianca's like, like she's just a morning bird. So she's going to be up early no matter what. 
So I'm like, hey, girl, I know you're on vacation, but I'm about to work out. So I just wanted to call and see if you wanted to join me. You know, we got a birthday next month. You know, we got all of these goals. You know, her and I talk about just uh, our physical fitness and we share those goals with each other. You know, trying to, you know, hold my friend accountable, even away. Do you guys know (laughs) what she did? I'll tell you. She sat on the phone with me while I worked out. (laughs) But did not get up. I know. But you probably were eating and drinking and enjoying yourself last night. But do you want her girl? Like, you know I don't want to fucking work out right now. Like, well, I thought you might have been. No, you didn't think that. But yep, I sure did. She was really getting it too. Wow. Emotional support. Sometimes it's just... (laughs) You know how you deliver this support. I couldn't physically be the workout partner for her, but I could be there for her in support. And I feel like that's this, just a part of being a friend. <laughs> such BS. But honestly, though, I will say I did still feel good about working out, you know, and maybe it contributed to me wanting to work out again this morning. I don't know. But whatever. But yeah, so we hope you guys had great weeks as well. And if not, you know, hopefully by the time you hear this, your superpowers kicked in. So we're getting better. (laughs) Oh, y'all. Also, I didn't even get to tell y'all that my best friend is actually keeping my daughter while I'm on a vacation this week. So I'm going into this week feeling like magic, regardless of something happening. (laughs) Or not, right? Because I'm kid free work free all about bb do you feel me okay i'm gonna just cut her off there (laughs) moving along the pop culture (laughs) (laughs) what's on the docket (laughs) hey so i just want to say that i find it very interesting that Uber giving out free or discounted rides to 10 million riders to take them to go get the COVID vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I don't know. The like that all of the like extraness is really making me side eye even more. Like, so now we got another billion dollar work company working with the distributor of the vaccine. Well, go ahead sorry go ahead I mean I get what you're saying like another corporation trying yeah. to push it yeah but I do see like even like honestly I feel like Uber's support of it could 100% see be just neutral for like because it's good for their business like how many like I haven't heard of anybody taking Ubers or Lyfts or anything like that since yeah, all of this happened yeah so, so I mean, probably definitely not the time. Right. So for them, I'm sure this actually could be some obviously beneficial because for them, like, okay, well, people get vaccinated, at least maybe they'll feel safe riding an Uber again. Yeah. And then on top of that, I'm sure whenever they do those free ride things that they get, that that's like a tax write off. It has to be. And yeah. in a year where you've had so many losses, you probably need some, some write offs or something. So I don't know, but I agree with you, though. There are a lot of people pushing for it, but I think that all stems back to just 
money in the economy. Me too. I also just wanted to point out that there was a article that says that both of the vaccines that we're using, Pfizer or Moderna, aren't liable if you take the vaccine and have severe complications. And also that the government won't compensate either. So remember that because basically what they're saying is we don't know what's going to happen. So if you die, you die. But we're not responsible. No lawsuits, basically. No lawsuits. So there will not be a commercial 10 years from now asking you, have you suffered complications? from the COVID-19 vaccine. They don't care because you're not getting anything for it. Yikes. So it really is, it sounds like, a at your own. I, so I feel like if that's the case, then can they actually mandate it then? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, if like you guys aren't willing to f- take like full accountability for the effects of it, like, can you, can you force people, not force, I don't want to say force, but can you mandate that people have it in order to do everyday things? Cause if so, that's like, that's kind of, that's really, really messed up. Cause it was like, I really didn't have a choice. You know what I mean? But then you're also telling me that like, if something happens, I can't do anything about it. But when I didn't have a choice to take it in the first place, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm curious to see. I'm just curious to get more information about this from, you know, more trusted sources about what's really going on. But that's wild. Ain't it wild though? That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was crazy. And we talked about that on Four Brown Chicks. And that was one of the things where like, although they hit like their case studies, that was the biggest cause of concern is that they hadn't tested it long enough to see really what the after effects would be. So, ooh, thank you for sharing that, Bianca. You guys just, again, do your research and, you know, we're not telling people don't get it or to get it, but just make sure. Just encourage people yeah. to do their research before mm-hmm. they, you know. Okay, so first of all, boom, I didn't even know this happened, but did y'all know that Ariana Grande just got she engaged? One thing my girl Ariana gonna do is keep a man. I should have known she was happy too because that album was real freaky and I like the new album too, girl. But you stay making songs about being in love and being freaky and I see why. I'm gonna be honest, my little version years, that that album was actually (laughs) very, very spicy. Like it was was spicy. I liked it, baby. Yeah, but I definitely I saw that too. Like a few different um sources online have posted that she was engaged. So congrats, girl. I know, right? Congrats. Okay, so did you see the whole Vanessa Bryant and her mother situation? Now, yeah. this is a very layered situation, guys. Uh, so basically, Vanessa Bryant's mother is suing her for a piece of Kobe Bryant's estate. Basically, she's saying that they didn't pay them for, like, back back when she, like, she used to watch the kids or be a nanny or back services for their family from years ago that she's trying okay. to get compensated for now. Anyway... Long story short, her and Vanessa are basically going back and forth. Vanessa's explaining basically that her mom never even, she was just a typical grandma. Like she was never employed by them. They've always taken care of her. Um, even as Vanessa has been a stay at home mom the whole time, you know, her husband w- and her have always taken care of her. Even when her mother went through a divorce, they made accommodations for her, even though her mom was still apparently like getting alimony from her divorce. Anyway, the whole situation is just very 
heartbreaking because it's like this is your daughter your daughter just lost her husband and her child she's grieving instead of being there for her you're looking to get something from her you feel entitled you feel entitled to something from her as she's trying to grieve the law like that is disgusting I feel like her mother and her claims and everything that she's going doing right now that as a mother I would never do that to my child. And I'm just so, I feel so bad for, for Vanessa that on top of losing her husband, losing her child, it's like losing your mom because how can y'all bounce back from that? Because you literally are trying to hurt me and you know I'm still healing from like the greatest hurt of my life. It's just sad. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, it's just sad. And I feel like a part of me is like, is there more to it? Because it just seems, it just, I just can't even fathom being in that situation. Like you said, as someone's, I, I couldn't see myself doing that to my daughter after I know she just lost a child and her spouse. And I don't know. It's just whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Also, speaking of mothers, remember when we, I remember we had brought up Yaya Mayweather before, but apparently on her YouTube, she's dropping like a tell her story type video. Okay. I don't know, like, what's about on the trailer. She just basically saying, "You guys don't know my story." You be blah blah blah. She ended it with, "I'm Mayana Mayweather, and this is my story." So I guess she's gonna tell us on the show. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Do we know if this is like just a one? I don't know if it's gonna be like a series. This is just something that's gonna be on her YouTube channel. It's on her channel, or is it like an actual YouTube like? No, I think it's going to be on her YouTube channel. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, she probably wants to address a lot. I mean, you know, there's been a lot of stuff said about her in the media. So I'm sure she's going to kind of address some of that while also just kind of explaining her side to it. But I hope, were those charges dropped when she, um, I don't know, like allegedly hurt that young lady? Yeah. So I hope she doesn't, I hope they got a lawyer on standby making sure that everything gets discussed. You know, it's cool because we see how they get the, the artists and rappers with their music. So I hope Miss Yaya doesn't uh, incriminate herself. But um, I'm curious. I'm curious. I might check in on one episode. You know, you know. And this is some real fashion, but y'all gonna appreciate me for letting y'all know that I don't care what y'all say, and I don't care what y'all got against Psycho Bill. Y'all ain't gonna <laughs> act like y'all ain't never enjoyed them damn nacho fries. And if you ain't, go try them. I've never steered y'all wrong. The fucking nacho fries are coming back. Is that official? Yep, on December 24th. I've seen it on a couple different sources to confirm, baby. Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. Really? Limited time only. So this is one thing I will say. I, too, was not aware or I was not hip to the nacho of the fries until Bianca told me about them. I tried them. I enjoy them thoroughly. Um, Occasionally, I also think of them and wish they would return. However, I don't know. When you just said that, I got excited, but then my spirit said, "Mm -mm. (laughs) mm-mm. Mm-mm. It kind of reminds me of when Popeye's released the chicken sandwich. I know that wasn't like a re-release. It was like something new. And remember, everybody was going to get that chicken sandwich. Yeah. And it was long lines. People were fighting. I just feel like 
I don't know. For some <laughs> reason, I just feel like on Christmas, on Christmas Eve, when a lot of places might be closed, one thing yeah. you know is Taco Bell is always open. And I just feel like <laughs> the nacho fried lines might be too long. I'm just yeah, Hey, let me tell you, this is so random, but me and Ray went to Dollar Street in Detroit and we was really in there just trying to, we was really in there just trying to grab some little last minute like paper plates and little items for the house. We was going back to the house. Now, first, Ray, like you said, because you know Dollar Tree is always, always only two cashiers and a lot of long. It's so horrible, this, actually. It's so horrible. So I really this time, because of that. Yeah. So this time, Ray, like, okay, you just stand in line while I go get the stuff. Blah blah blah. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I get in line. I stand behind this lady. You guys did that? Yeah. Um. Uh, so I thought that was like a no-no. <laughs> How? Anyway, that's not the point of this. Go story. ahead. Go ahead. So I get behind the lady. I look in front. I'm like behind this lady. This lady, she just got like a little basketball of four things. I look in front of us though. The lady in front of us, shiny. Her whole cart was pulled up to the rim of items. She had to have like at least 150 items in the cart. I don't know. Like just hella items. Items filled up to the cart. So I don't know what's going on, but even still, both of the lines are backed up. <laughs> Next thing I just see the cashier walk away like I can't. <laughs> she just walk away and go to the back. <laughs> what? Never come back out. So everybody like, what's going? Neither line <laughs> is moving, but everybody real calm for real. Like for it to just be like, what the fuck just happened? And then Ray just like, honestly, we don't need none of this shit. And just took the basket down, and we just both walked out. But like. It was so random. She was just like, I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> just left. That is wild. Yeah. But the thing is, who's to even know how long she had been ringing her up before y'all walked up, though? <laughs> you know, oh, she was ringing up for a long time. Like, I'm like, I ain't never seen nobody just buy this much stuff. Like, she, it was crazy. But anyway, that's wild. Moving on. That's all I got on the pop culture. We didn't talk about our weeks and random shit so much. For a minute, yeah. <laughs> the meat of the show, the heart and soul of the show. Yay. So this week's Meaning of the Mind segment, of course, you guys, we have to do a 2020 look back and recap of some of the most shocking moments, some of the best moments, some of the not so good moments um and just you know go over some of the stuff that happened in 2020 with uh pop culture and in our personal lives so where do you want to start well do you want to start with our personal life or do you want to start in just the world in general let's start let's start with the world in general all right cool so this year obviously this whole year was like a what the fuck like I'm pretty sure we can all collectively agree that the whole year was what the fuck. But what do you think were some of the most what the fuck moments of 2020 in general? I mean, honestly, and not to even start us off on like a heavy note, but I think one of the the biggest like what the fucks was like the people that were passing away in 2020. Like yeah. so many legendary people um, 
passed away this year. Like so yeah. many shocking deaths. Like, um, which one was the first one that really kind of like, and that even sounds bad too, but it was Kobe because he died on January 26th. Wow. Yeah. And that was such a huge loss. And yeah. like outside of Kobe, um, Fred Willer, you might not know who that he is, but he's an actor. He passed away. Um, Little Richard passed away this year. Regis uh, Philbin passed away this year. Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Naya Rivera passed away this year. Yeah. Sean Connery, who's like legendary. And of course, more recently, Chadwick um, Boseman. So 2020, on top of everything that we're dealing with, with um the coronavirus like I feel like the loss this year was like one of the biggest it was like a reoccurring theme yeah legendary people so that was one of the most shocking things for me for sure yeah thank you did start off real heavy I was about to say it was real shocking that when the pandemic started everybody bought all the toilet paper I'll still never understand that (laughs) why was that the first thing yes i will never forget like how do you remember like when you were at work and they like basically told y'all like you guys weren't coming back girl i remember leaving the office and not knowing that that was the the last time that I was ever going to be in there like I left I was I thought it was just like another see you next see you again and then it was like no like actually nobody's going back remember Brie wasn't Brie didn't even get to finish kindergarten this year like she stopped school in March and that was like that's when they first started it was crazy yeah so and we're gonna talk more about our personal ones later but I feel like I will never forget how I felt in that moment and just like as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Knowing like, okay, well, they're, they're saying that this might only be like a couple of weeks and we'll be back in. I, I honestly thought that this was going to only last like three months max. Like, I don't know why in the beginning. 
I just could never, you could have never told me that we would still be dealing with this shit to this extent still nine months later. Yeah. And like the people in my office, like when it happened, we're like, for the most part, like we're all like researcher, like nerdy people, honestly. So we instantly like when they're like, they sent us home and then there's not like it'd be a couple weeks, like looking at the news, seeing what was going on, like. It was crazy because, like, I feel like a lot of people that I work with were probably the people that were, like, buying out all of the stores because <laughs> they're, like, uh-uh. Like, we were talking, like, mm, this is going to be, like, a month or so. But, like, I honestly thought it was maybe going to be, like, a month and a half, two months. I did not – I definitely didn't think it was going to be, like, the two weeks that they were saying. But I honestly feel like because it hit everybody at the same time, I honestly feel like just social media in general – and like that fear of the unknown is what made everybody just go out and go crazy. But I remember like I remember walking in the stores and thinking like, you know, stuff that I have forgotten. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like there's no toilet paper. There are no paper towels. There's right. no soap. You can't find alcohol anywhere. You like find disinfectant spray, Clorox wipes. It's still hard to find disinfectant spray for real, low key. L- low key, like the things that before this year we really probably took for granted, like the ninety-eight cent bottles of like alcohol and Walgreens. Yeah. Everybody was in desperate need. Like, where is it? I need it. Give it to me. Reselling stuff on Amazon and eBay for like. A, a bottle of sanitizer for like $75, like one little bottle. <laughs> like what? Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. Look at this. Just even the fact of how quickly we had to assimilate to wearing masks. Like obviously masks were a thing, but like who would have known that like we actually had to transform to where you can't enter places without masks. Like no more. Yeah. Like that is a part of our everyday culture now. Yeah. And it will, and I feel like it will be for a while. Even with the vaccine, I still don't see us not wearing masks for a minute. Yeah. I feel like another shocking thing were just like all of the changes that happened in like relationships, especially since everybody was now kind of forced to be quarantine stuck in the house and i'm in the house board stuck in the <laughs> house tonight well we know obviously there's a lot of baby making going on because mm-hmm. everybody's pregnant so we know what y'all was doing in the quarantine <laughs> yeah <so> jealous. wow <laughs> not so many pregnancies yeah so many pregnancies but then on the opposite end of the spectrum you had you know, friends being busted for sleeping with other friends, man. You had entanglement. So we got real entanglement. <laughs> we we got, found out the definition of entanglement this year. Okay. Yeah. So were there any outside of, I feel like the Will and Jada entangle, I mean, the August and Jada entanglement thing was probably like <laughs> the relationship I don't want to say highlight of the year, but that was like that the was big the relationship. Whoa, okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Remember when he actually came out with a song called "Entanglement"? Um, uh, <laughs> Miami was gonna capitalize on that moment. Okay, took it and ran with it. But Ooh. this is new, newer. But did you hear that basically Kim and Kanye are separated right now? No, working on raising their kids together. No, I did not know that. 
Well, one thing I will say about the Kardashian-Jenner clan is that it seems like Chris is really, really big on family. And if you even think about it, like, even with, like, the, you know, I mean, Courtney and Scott are separated and technically are Chloe and Tristan separate? It don't matter. I don't I can't keep up with them. But, you know... They all split, but they somehow continue to make sure that they do a good job of co-parenting and like keeping strong family ties. So I'm really, really hoping, like, obviously I hate to hear that, but I hope that Kim and Kanye are are able to do the same thing, especially for the children. Like I still stand, I stand behind co-parenting a million percent. So I really, really hope. No, I stand behind co-parenting because I have both the best co-parenting situation ever. And you know, I just co-parent, co-parent, compile. Oh my gosh. Go Tell us how you really feel. God damn. <laughs> for, for those of us who don't have such a great experience, we can't relate. Listen, I'm not saying every experience is great. I'm saying I just hope that both parties continue to see the reason why they have to keep working on it and trying to find some kind of resolve and they don't just give up on you know, co-parenting. I know it's not always easy, but yeah, great. Anywho, how Bianca felt toward co-parenting in twenty twenty? <laughs> yeah, because twenty twenty when in twenty twenty when you have to be the mom, the teacher, day, the cafeteria lady, the gym teacher, the art teacher, and the entertainer. Yes, you co-parenting would be significant in 2020, okay? So, yeah. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Okay, well, I mean, we're already getting into the personal, but really quickly before we officially switch over, who do you think had, like, which celebrity do you think had the best 2020 year? So, Shani asked me this question, and I... I feel like you know that was like a loaded question because I mean like to be honest although 2020 was like oh really a WTF year I still feel like a lot of good things or accomplishments were made from um people and just regular people and entertainers in general but she said a celebrity and when I thought about people who were really doing things this year during the pandemic I thought of LeBron James and this is why I felt like he was show his leadership skills so much this year even like leading like the boycott really standing up like within the NBA helping the strategy of helping to strategize with like the bubble and stuff the way he um started the more than the vote program to help and even though they weren't endorsing a specific political candidate just drawing awareness to like voting and helping out with Stacey Abrams and registering the felons and getting them the opportunities to vote. And then on top of that, everything that he does um, with like his protection and entertainment companies. And then we know that he has the I Promise School, but this year he even um, expanded it during the pandemic and he was able to... um, create more like of a campus which is where hold on I'm trying to I want to make sure it's a village 
Well, they're the village that actually hosts the families with like housing and providing job opportunities as well as the schooling opportunities. So I just feel like he's doing great work for the community. He's proven to be an athlete with a voice and a platform. And he really just um, making a difference out here. So I feel like he having a bad, he's having a good, he had a good year. Oh, that's awesome. So when I thought of this, I honestly, the first thing that came to my mind was just, I feel like there was so much drama in the entertainment world this year. I literally was just thinking of like one of the most unproblematic people ever, but who you just kept seeing his name throughout the year. And that was Travis Scott. Like, I feel like Travis has actually had an amazing year this year. Um, And he actually, like, I want to say he possibly it's alleged that he had close to like a hundred million in different sponsorships alone this year that he made over a hundred million. He kicked off the year. Really the biggest thing I think was in April when he did the Fortnite concert, which was something that you never have like really seen in the gaming community before. And that actually brought in close to $20 million. Then he had the collaboration with McDonald's where they were literally selling out of patties, like (laughs) across the nation and he had merch that went with it. And I want to say that sponsorship also made him about $20 million. And since then, he's also put out different uh, merch. Like, even for the verses, did you see he had, like, a whole line of T-shirts for the Jeezy versus Gucci verses? No, I didn't see that. No, that were selling out. So he's also had partnerships with Sony, Nike. He's did things with the NBA. Um to play one of his songs there he was on Forbes 30 under 30 again this year this time he was on the cover but he I think the first time he made it was in 2018 so I don't know it just made me like kind of appreciate him as an artist because I feel and then he also has like foundations where he does like scholarships for people and stuff as well and giving back but it's very very rare that we have like artists where you can actually enjoy what they do like and Mm -hmm. literally I feel like I've enjoyed most of the stuff he does and they're unproblematic they don't really you know what I mean get into too much but I don't know he just seems like an overall good guy and he had a great business year and on top of that he just had a candle that sold out and candles like 96 dollars oh dang he had a cologne that's 236 dollars that I think sold out and he's going to have a like a seltzer, a hard seltzer <laughs> drop next year. I didn't even know all, none of this stuff about him. So yeah, like I think it's basically like a truly or something. Aren't those yeah. like the alcoholic whistling waters or whatever? Right. Which I yeah. honestly don't care for. I really don't get I it. Think those are nasty for real. Yeah, they don't taste good. They don't taste good. They taste like static flavor static. <laughs> so like I, you know <laughs> I agree but um yeah so I think that would be the person I think had like the the most I forgot to say that LeBron won the time athlete of the year I feel like that was essential for a 2020 year to definitely yeah. like she definitely had a good year for sure <laughs> yeah all um, right so anything, what, oh, you like, you ready? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> so in the personal life, outside of you not knowing that that was the last time you were going to be at work 
and not really fucking with (laughs) co-parenting what else was happening (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know. Remember at the beginning of this year, even when COVID was first happening, I was sick. Remember my eye was, my eye got messed up, y'all. My eye was swollen for like two weeks. I had to go. It literally looked like somebody punched me in the face. Like no exaggeration. Like it was terrible. So I had to deal with that. I had the flu at the beginning of this year, which fuck around and being COVID for real. Now that I think about it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) These were the lows. My grandfather died. That was also not a low for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother had got really sick. She's better now, but she got really sick. It was rough, for real. And then the virtual school has been rough for us, like trying to work from home and Bree only being sick and six and still needing a lot of my assistance with the virtual school and it was very there have been a lot a lot of adjustments that have had to be made around here yeah um I don't know at the beginning of my 2020 I was still in that sales role which was like the worst way for me to walk into 2020 I really I should have known in because I shared on here before how much I really was just like not feeling that that role um I should have known in like this is not even the right energy to be starting a year with. Yeah, period. Um, but honestly after that and I switched back to another role things were pretty cool until COVID hit um that's when I also had to start working from home full time. I have a toddler. So it was nice because although I did, ha- I did have a co-parenting, like I had him, I was even still, because I didn't really know what to expect. I remember like when we first started the quarantine, like I, we, her and I were quarantining from him. So I will never forget like those first few weeks I like we were doing FaceTime and I'm like, hey, like if, you know, you're still going to be out and doing other things like I think it's best if we legit just quarantine. And I I will say like to Bianca's point, having to literally still work full time and take care of a child at the same time is probably one of the hardest things in life. So I was super grateful that like um, eventually like my job, they start to be accommodating and like, you know, kind of let you take like flexibilities or split your schedule up. Um, but I also, my auntie, I remember my aunt got really, really sick. She was hospitalized. Nobody knew what was going on. I think that's, that was tough. Um, lost my grandfather. That was tough. And I think, honestly, one of the toughest things for me personally was just also all of the injustice stuff that was happening with all of the deaths, George Floyd. I mean, so many people and having to see that every single day, like like when that was like at its thickest, the mental and emotional strain on top of COVID, on top of working full time with your kid at home, like when I say at one point this year, I didn't really know how, <laughs> like, I didn't even know what was happening. Look, look, one day I basically told my boss in a roundabout way, I just need a day because I'm black and it's hard. <laughs> and like, and I can't because Shani's right. That was definitely, it was an, a nonstop thing. Like the social injustice was 
it was crazy. It's still crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are definitely some of probably the worst things I think that affected my personal life this year. But there have also been a lot of good things as well. At this point, I shared on here that I left my, I think I shared on here that I left my job and started, yeah, because when we had the job episode and started a new job, and I'm actually about to step away from that job as well. But it's not a low, it's like a high, like I'm leaving by choice and I'm super excited because I think it will allow me to focus more on, um, you know, things that I want to work on, family and just creating more balance in my life. So that was like a super, I think that's really been like the peak of this year. Yeah, I think my peak for this year has really been, I feel like this was the year where I really like defined who I was and who I am and where I broke free of like expectations that I once had for myself or that I have for society or anything that I just really feel free and authentically able to live my life and embrace who I am and just be comfortable. Like, I feel like this year really taught me how to just be comfortable and free and expressive of who I am. And I like that. Yeah. And you embraced a lot of new things about yourself this year. And I'm so proud of you too, for sure. I did. Yeah. Also got a new car. That was nice. I got a new car this year. I got, I wrote the, the third book this year um shit even <laughs> just I'm just proud of just maintaining everything being able to maintain our household and everything that we had going despite the pandemic and everything around us so I'm I still feel like it was a very progressive year I think so too and that's one thing um you know a lot of people I feel like a lot of people are actually feeling that exact same way because Although there are so many unfortunate things that occur, I think every single thing that we experienced this year caused us to really sit with ourselves, reflect on who we are, what's important to us, what matters. Like, And to Bianca's point, it helped us, even taking the time to have those reflections helped us define who we are and who we want to be. And I agree, like, that was one of the best things about this year as, as well. Like, I feel like I'm so much more clear on who I am as a person, what I stand for, what my boundaries are. And there's so much peace and joy in like knowing that. Cause it, it, I feel like it helps you like navigate life so much easier, if that makes any yeah. sense. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Anything else? No, you don't have anything else? About highs? Anything. In my personal life? Yeah. Um this year. Nah. <laughs> I will what I will say is um I'm definitely in the space now where although I don't think next year things are just gonna magically get better because the year is about to be over, I'm still I don't wanna say looking forward to because that's what happened last year, but I'm optimistic about um what the things that I want and putting my attentions toward what I now see for myself and my life and just really being intentional about creating the life that I see for myself next year. And I'm really focused on that. 
Yes. Well, we love to hear it. So I don't think I have anything else either. So we would love to hear what maybe some of the highs of your year are, or if you feel comfortable with sharing some of your lows, feel free to share those too. You know, this is a safe space in the community. And sometimes when we go through those lows, it's better to kind of share it and get it off your chest so that other people can support you. You know what I mean? And lift you back up. And you know, Bianca will say she is the residential hype girl. What'd you say? (laughs) You already know. Yeah, Bianca is the queen of making, I promise you, you can like, she can make anybody feel better after anything, I swear. So um, yeah, let us know how your 2020 went. And I don't know, we might circle back on here and talk more about 2021. But if not, let us know what y'all got planned for 2021. You know, what are some of your goals and visions? And, you know, we always here to hold y'all accountable. Why are you making that face? Because I'm laughing because earlier I remember when we was on the phone and you was like, Cause you don't sound like you trying to be where the money resides. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> I'm like, I am. I do though. I do. Um, y'all. <laughs> Listen, Bianca, she was not trying to be where the money I was. Resides. I needed her to be quicker, sharper. She ain't even put no effort into what I asked oh, her. No, she, she just immediately made it. I just ain't got it. I me to do something that she tried to put me on the spot for and I'm like shiny it don't work like that you can't be on the spot with I just me. don't That's feel it in my talking about you ain't trying to be where the money reside like what like you just tried to put me on the spot and ma'am there was no real money involved because had there been y'all we was at a uh, Ray house and I was dancing and one of her friends was like okay let me see you and I'm like no stop I don't want nobody looking at me then I'm like, wait. So I gotta, I'm like, okay, introduce me. Oh my goodness. They introduced me. I gave them a show because I'm already, I'm ready. Because when you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. This is the thing. What I asked Bianca to do, she doesn't, we would not have known if the money resided there. That is, that's why you have to do it to see if it's going to stick. Y'all in that moment, I'm can telling you all right now, the money was not coming, honey. All right, well. But yes, cool. listen, I too am trying to be where the money resides. Where the money resides, where the money resides. You know what? You know what? I'm not even trying to be there, okay? I'm claiming it. I'm where claiming the money it. resides, I'm baby. where the money resides, too. The I, money yeah, is here. The money is here, baby. Okay. Falling <laughs> from the tree. <laughs> money everywhere. Shout out to Chloe. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> low-key y'all low-key and I've never called myself a stan or anything like that but y'all low-key I'm like Chloe at least hey, Chloe. I've been calling them my little homegirls because I really rock with them for real I love Chloe and Hallie shout out to them they're my girls and they had a good year this year too they had a phenomenal yeah, year. they had a phenomenal year y'all go girls yeah shout out to them for sure you are oh, I just want to say that black women in general, I feel, had a good year. Period. Oh, man, why? Okay? Because I didn't see a lot of y'all non-celebrity, celebrity influence, or whoever. I feel like there's a lot of black women just out here winning. It's the winning season for y'all 2020 for us. So, honestly, that's my answer. I know we said LeBron, but I'm always here for the people anyway. Honestly, black women... Y'all was doing it for 2020, okay? Yeah. You know what? Forget that. Scratch the whole celebrity. I agree with you. Yep. I agree with you 100%. Like, this year was the year. And to be honest with you, 
I feel like it's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. It's only the beginning, period. Okay. And that's it on that. What? Frontline workers, y'all were doing it this year too. Ooh, y'all definitely. Those are the people who we should be acknowledging for real. For y'all who ain't get to work from home, who is out here every day on the front lines, exposing yourself, taking, going hard for y'all families. We appreciate y'all too. Y'all for was doing it this year. Because honestly, like for real, for real, nothing would have continued to move had the frontline workers not been out there every single day. The country does not move without the people. Those people kept the country running, okay? And there are so many other people who get the, the you know, credit for closing this year out strong. But honestly, they honestly should have been cut extra checks, if you ask me. Where is the money? They should have been cut extra checks. I know they gave a lot of businesses tax breaks, but what about the workers? Did they get raises? Did they get raises? Did they get bonuses? Because holiday, you like what is going on? Probably not because we still sitting here nine months later. Ain't got the second stemmy (laughs) (laughs) and a panty with no stemmy. Did you know that they says other countries are like paying like giving their citizens like monthly yes checks and like basically um basically substituting their salary that they would have had it's crazy crazy my bad i'm sorry so yeah anyway don't give me that face i mean i'm sorry so yeah you guys again thank you so much to our frontline workers and um, you know, black people and especially black women for just really, I don't know. This year, I feel like frontline workers, like you deserve all of the things for real. Like, I really feel like yeah. the government should do more as a society. We should do more to show gratitude because this year, and we like Bianca said earlier, we still don't even know how much longer this is going to go. So it's not even over, but like, seriously, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you do. And for Black women, keep shining because the world needs you. Period. Um, All right, y'all. For real. For real this time. Because it was like we was about to end the show. Then we came back for a moment. But now we back here again. But that's cool because everything we said mattered. (laughs) (laughs) So as always, please, please, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe um we love your guys's feedback and we love all of the things that you share with us like y'all really do feel like the homeboys and the homegirls um yeah and as bianca would say uh don't forget to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl drop us in your group chats you know pass us a long and we will see you guys next week bye bye As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.